I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For. So uh, a quick announcement about this episode and our next episode. Uh, We had a bit of a brainstorm uh, that came about due to practical concerns. Uh, We're going to be splitting this episode up. Uh, We're going to be talking about the players that will be playing in season 31. And uh, we're going to go by tribe. So uh, this is going to be a two-parter. So be on the lookout three days from now. Three days? Yeah, three days from now uh, for the second part. So, um, all right. Uh, I I also wanted to say, uh, you know, welcome to any uh, new fans that we have. It would appear that we do have them, which is very exciting and uh, a little bit nerve-wracking because... Nah. My other podcasts are like movie related and I can, I feel like I can speak a lot more confidently, but already people have pointed out. I feel like you've already said this. People have pointed out mistakes we've made, like factual errors we've made. Sure. They don't do it maliciously. Um, we have made them. I'm yes. not unaware of that. And we're going to continue to make them. Yeah. And this episode, I'm, I'm particularly nervous about, <laughs> not nervous, but just a little wary because, uh, there, it's not going to necessarily be prediction heavy, but anytime you talk about somebody and you talk about how you think they'll do, you're just setting yourself up yeah. to be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And that is my concern. I don't like to be wrong and I don't like someone to be like, wow, that guy had no idea what he was talking about. But such is the nature of Survivor. The winner is almost never the person you think it's going to be. And I think that that is going to pertain to this episode on. We're going to be talking about each yeah. TV episode of the show. Yeah. And how people are doing and why did they make this decision and we think they should have done this, that or the other instead. And that's just going to happen. Yeah. Anytime you're talking about strategy and, oh, they should have done this, it's always very easy to say that. And then, you know, you can also say, well, clearly they're working towards this and then the exact opposite happens the next episode. So, yeah, it's just the nature of the beast. And uh, so I need to try and be less self-conscious about it. Absolutely. This is just a discussion between, you know, us really on Mm -hmm. each episode and the players that are going to be on this season and something enjoyable for for our listeners to just, you know, listen to after each TV episode and join in the conversation online. Absolutely. And you can always, uh, you can email me, Tyler, battleshippretension.com, and I'll forward it on to Jen, who does not yet have a Battleship Pretension email address. Not yet. <laughs> Newbie. Um, and, uh, or you can always leave comments in the comment section of this, pr- of the, the post for this particular episode at battleshippretension.com. Love it. So, yeah. all right. So, this time we are going to be talking about, and the pronunciation, of course, is going to be awful. Never going to be right. The I'm just going to say the Bayon tribe, right? Or Bayon. I don't know how you say it, but uh, but yeah, here we go. We're going to go player by player. I think. So we have watched some CBS pregame interviews yeah. as well as some Entertainment Weekly pregame interviews, and yeah. through the Entertainment Weekly ones about you know first boots. They have shown some behind-the-scenes footage of mm. the upcoming season, and through that, you can very easily piece together who is on what tribe. Also, did they like they announce it? it? Okay, yeah. great, great, great. So you can um, find that on CBS. Yeah, it's it's out there, and and, and uh, Dalton Ross for Entertainment Weekly covers it pretty uh, pretty thoroughly as well. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we're going to go player by player talk about. Um, what we think of them in general and then how we think they'll do 
in their tribe, but then also in general. Yep. So as I was making my list, uh, next to each name, I had three designations. Can win, mm-hmm. might win, and can't win. Oh my, that's so it. That, just those three. I probably I have, should have been more subtle about their it. Their age, the season they were on, um, who they might have ties to, mm. a little bit about their personality, and who they predicted as first boot. All right. So between the two of us. I think we got it. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. Um, and for me, so I recognize that can win and might win. Now that I think about it, might win probably sounds more hopeful than can win. But uh, the way I ordered these can will win is clear? the most optimistic. Okay. So we will go. Uh, I don't remember quite why this is in the particular order. Oh, this is in order of last name. That's what it is. So. Well, let's just I, go in your order because mine are all over the place. Okay. So, first is Joe, who okay. was just on last season, and I guess I'll just go with my... Well, here, you give the, the background info. You give his age and stuff like that. He is 26, frequently compared to Ozzy, mm-hmm. super talented at challenges, a physical force. I've heard um, him also compared to Malcolm as well. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Clearly has ties to Shireen in the sense that they were on the same season together. Mm-hmm. Um, first boot predicted Cass would go, as will be the theme throughout this episode. Many yeah. people want her to go first. Yeah. Um, he is post-idol, just to you know give a comparison player by player. Some of these players have never oh, played yes. with idols. Yes, that's true. So... Yeah, uh, Joe, I put him under the designation of can't win. No, absolutely not. Enough people have singled him out in interviews to say, we can't let him go very far. He's likable. He's a challenged beast. And so, you know, there's always the possibility that uh, that the tribe he's on, they'll let him stay for a while so that he helps them win. But I feel like he's a, Mm -hmm. just like his, his own season, like he's a, an early post-merge boot, I think. Um, I mean, he could make some really strong alliances, um, but I don't know. That's my question. Who on this tribe do you think he could align with? Like, should we say this tribe real quick all together so that people just have a little bit of a concept of... Sure. Okay, so I'll list this off. Okay, there's Joe, Jeremy, Sierra, Stephen, Tasha, Kimmy, Cass, Keith, Monica, and Andrew. So Otherwise known as Savage. You know, not on Shireen's tribe. It's not on Shireen's tribe. You know, have separated the people that have played together in the past. I feel like he could bro down with Jeremy. Well, and I will say, and it's going to be tough going player by player because we'll bring in other players. And I will say that Jeremy has said that his strategy, because he's a, he's a, you know, he's a firefighter, I Mm -hmm. believe. I mean, he's a very tough and strong, muscular guy. And he just said that, like, I don't want people seeing me that way. So I think he said that he was going to try to align with strong players, by Mm -hmm. which he means, like, physically strong players. So that means, in this case, it means he's going to have to keep Joe around because he wants to use Joe as a shield. And Savage, also on his tribe. Those are the three most, you know, physical men. Yeah, so I feel like if the three of them were to bond together... Sometimes that hasn't worked in the past, though. When you when you bro down and just get a group of guys, then you are all seen as a target, right? Collectively, right? And that's the, and I think the, which is why I think somebody like, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to jump to Jeremy, but sure, 
although he is the next name on my list. Um, so do you have anything more to say about Joe specifically? Nope. Yeah. Do, but you agree that like, I, I don't, I literally do not think anyone will let him get to the end. No, he's just one of those. It was a miracle. You compared him to Ozzy. It's a miracle that Ozzy made it to the end yeah. of his first season. Um, people That's like a sign of an early season. People are just too smart yeah. now. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's uh, and the nature of return players is that they are playing. They have all admitted to pre-game play, yeah. pre-gaming, gearing yeah. up for the season. Campaigning happened behind the scenes to create alliances, which we'll talk a little bit more about. Um, this this tribe and their opposing tribe will not let him get to the end. There's yeah. no way. Even if it was a tribe of Keiths, that would never happen. Well, and that's the thing is he also has a pretty good social game, but I don't think of him as as a strategic player. No. And so he will get at the very least, let's say let's say he aligns with Savage and Jeremy yeah. and they do really well. Jeremy will remove him. Yeah. Uh once he sees like okay, he's been a pretty good shield for a while, but he's very likable and now we're getting towards the end, it's time to remove him. Right. And so uh so yeah, and we will move into So let's do Jeremy. Jeremy. So season 29, one season before. Yeah. Um 37, an aggressive player. Yeah. Has ties to Kelly Wentworth. Mhm. For those, that's the blonde from 29 as well, not Wigglesworth, right. the brunette from season one. Yeah. There's two Kellys, and they both, their last names start with W and end with Worth. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's rough. It's crazy. Um, Someone should have died in Jer- purple. And Jeremy was also on the same season with Keith. That too. Didn't um, even, yeah. Yeah, I yes, did write I, that down. <laughs> Keith so often seems like a non-factor. I sometimes forget <laughs> that, and he doesn't seem like the type that would uh, have a pregame alliance. But, but yeah, so... I guess he could, though. He's a great pawn. Sure. Absolutely. He's on Jeremy's tribe, notably. So, you know, uh, Kelly is on the other tribe. So two out of the three of them from that season are on the same tribe. Yeah. So he could use Keith as a fourth. Keith in our seems bro like a, alliance that we've just made up. Yeah. At this point, Keith seems like a very classic swing vote in this tribe and maybe in the game in general. Like I he think has, he is a bro player. I mean, are we moving so? on? To, he, so quickly, Jeremy um, predicted that Kimmy, Varner, or PG, he'd want out first. Yeah. He does not want any goats playing later on. He wants the alpha, hard playing people all around him, which. Yeah. Didn't go well for Wu, so I think that's a terrible strategy, personally. Well, one could make the argument it did go well for Wu. He made it all the way to the end. Now imagine Wu is a strategic player like Jeremy is. But that's the thing. I think Wu would never have got, you know, Jeremy, you know, can win, can't win. Where, where's your... I have him as might win. I have him right in the middle. That yeah, if he I do, don't think he can. He, he is on people's radar. I don't think anybody ever, in the in the videos and stuff, I don't think ever anybody ever said... Oh, we need to target Jeremy. I don't think anybody ever said that, Mm -mm. but I think once they get rid of the people that they either can't predict or are too dangerous, he's going to emerge whether he's a second tier or not. Yeah. Yeah. He's a second tier threat. I don't think he can win. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't put him under can. I put him under might. Um, so he's not my favorite because he kind of jacked Reed's game first season around. So he's not on my list of like excited. I'm not excited that he's on it. I'm excited just because he from that season he was one of the only actual players. players absolutely, um, you know he and Josh. He's going to do Reed some strategic stuff this season, whether he yeah. accidentally does or not. Because I feel like natural born, you know, strong willed leaders like that 
can't help themselves and he's going to emerge sooner than he probably strategically wants to regardless of what he thinks yeah he's you know it's so weird to say what he thinks considering this was over like a month ago you know they like it's can't worry about that i know yeah but um it's regardless of what he was pl- uh, what he's planning on doing i think he's too much of an alpha yep to fade into the background i i don't think it's possible no. also but you it, said might what was that that's not even a might that's a can't no it's i think he like if he, he could slip through if cracks. he pulls it off okay. if he does genuinely surround himself with people and if he wins one or two immunities at the right time and if he gets an idol which he could i think he would have to play everyone hard and work hard every day to connect with everyone like yeah. boston rob did his fourth i mean he would have to work hard yeah or or tony or i think a kim I think he sure. should be sort of like a sure. Kid. And so I, I feel like, again, okay. I think he might win. Long uh, shot is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, next up is Sierra. Okay. I put her under can win. I think she. She is from season 27. Yeah. She is now 26. She is an aggressive player, but she slowly emerged as one her first season. I think she can fade into the background if she needs to or emerge as a strategic player if she needs to. She has ties with Vetus, mm-hmm. but she has only played with loved ones. She was on Blood versus Water, the original right. season. So that is an interesting dynamic. She's never been out there alone. She did vote her own mother off, which is a key moment that people, you know, people make bring a big up. deal of that. Yeah, but I it don't seem like the most. It, it, dude, it wasn't anyone would vote all. their mom off if it meant both of them, you know, winning a million dollars. And yeah. you can't share your winnings, but dude, you're going to share on. your winnings with your mother. Yeah, you'll take her out to a lot of meals. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's not that big of a deal. I think she is somebody that, when you look at the sheer number of strong, aggressive players, I think she's the type that will sit back. I think she mm-hmm. can sit back yeah. where Jeremy can't. Yeah, I think she can sit back, hundred percent. Let everybody duke it out, and then, oh hey, everyone's gone but me. How right. about that? Right. I think she's very much that, and I think she can stir the pot when she needs to, and then once again step back. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she she's a strategic player who may not be immediately seen that way compared to all of these other people. Right. So she wanted first boot to be Joe, who was also on her tribe. Okay. Interestingly enough, um, are you excited about her coming back? Was that one uh, that yeah, you were about? Yeah, she's one of the about? people I voted for. Oh, okay. Um, I, I wanted to see what her. she could do. Yeah, there was. I saw enough potential there in season 27 that you know she was able to hold her own against not merely tyson sure but also hayden who was also an aggressive player and she was kind of stuck in the middle and rather than simply be a pawn like she made her decision she wasn't too easily manipulated and uh yeah i i i'm excited to see her back and yeah I, and i think she'll do well i yeah. think she'll uh, definitely make the merge cool and i think she could very well make the end so next up is Stephen Fishback. Love. Now I will say this among in the, like the top in my top three of people I want to win. Yeah. Stephen is up there. Absolutely. Me too. Um, so thrilled that he's back. I'm so happy yeah. for him. What I a put, fun opportunity. I put him under might win teetering on can't. Sure. I think so. He was on season 18. Yes. Uh, token chains. He made it to the end. And then got beaten very soundly by JT. You know, by 100%. Yes. 
Um, he is known as between the two of them. He's he's considered the more strategic side of that. We talked about that last. I put last very week. strategic. He is now thirty six, so yeah. still a very young, respectable age. Yeah, he I has, did put he could be a very early target. I think he will be. I for think he could be, reasons. you know, like Rob Sesternino in in the All Stars. He could go early. Well. And frankly, it's because you mentioned Rod Sesternino. All of these people know the role that Stephen yeah. now plays. Yeah, he writes about Survivor for very for. Uh, oh shoot, is it People or Time? I don't remember. But mm. he would, you know, he would, and then he podcasts with Rob about it. He knows a lot of people. He's been. He knows all of these people. Well, yeah, uh, it's, I'm sure anybody he doesn't know is probably somebody that has distanced themselves from Survivor at this point. He knows everybody. And, and everybody, none of these people has distanced them, themselves, otherwise they wouldn't be on. You right. know, he, they have met behind the yeah. scenes, regardless of whether they've been interviewed on Rob's show, you know, post-exit. And I feel like, and he's not he's not there for those, but nonetheless, like he he is very much part of the Survivor community and I think everybody knows it. And yeah. so it's just like, this guy could have an alliance, could, if he doesn't have an alliance, he could probably whip one up if he needed to at okay. the last minute. And so I think people could see him as a threat. Who I mean. on his tribe should he make an alliance with? It's funny because in the behind the scenes footage, you see him talking to Cass two or three times. That yeah. could just be polite conversation or it, it wasn't in the bushes like a really stern and... Um, focused conversation it was just standing around chatting it looked like but i feel like he's more likely to align with women than men definitely i think he could align he's with not monica. gonna grow up with jeremy joe right keith and andrew so monica sierra sierra is also in those behind the scenes footage with him okay well and i will say that just knowing just hearing him do yeah. these these recaps with rob i know that he had a certain degree of respect for Cass's game. And so maybe he wants to be with Cass. He wants to be with Sierra. And I think he could probably do very well with Monica. But I will also say... At the very say, least, Cass is a target then before he is. Yeah. Um, I will say that... Uh, Tosh. He said he wanted... Um, oh, sure. He said he wanted Andrew Savage out first. Yes. And Andrew said he wanted Steven out first. So or Cass. He did or say Cass. both. But the fact that they said each other yeah. is trouble yeah and so if savage because they're on the same tribe yeah so if they lose first one of them could go first yeah. but there's joe as well and Cass. a yeah. lot of the people the collective of everyone said are all on this yeah. tribe there's one or two on the other tribe that, sure but we'll talk about that another time yeah. so steven i think he he might win i don't have i'm not really optimistic and i think he could also i, I, Whether I or not see he him wins, not making the merge i just want him to stick around he's got amazing confessionals he's so yeah. great to watch he's so articulate and strategic and can yeah. say that in a quick soundbite very similar to cochran in that way yeah really fun to watch yeah i i hope he does well yep next up is tasha great who is in season 28, I believe. Yes. Season 28. She is 38. So she is coming from a season with herself, Wu, Cass, and Spencer. It is crazy that these four, all four of them are on this yeah. season. So two are on one tribe and two are on the other, yeah. obviously. So she and Cass are on one. Spencer and Wu are on the other. But I believe Tasha specifically said she does not trust Cass. She hates Cass. Yeah. She said Cass or Steven to be first out. Yeah. So... That's two down for Stephen, unfortunately. I think she could be an early target as well. She was very strategic, and 
got her way through as a very deep underdog. I put her under can win. I think yeah. she could be invisible for a good long while. Yeah. Um, she could just be like a really solid, a uh, really solid vote. I think she's strong enough that, I mean, she won a few individual immunities on her season. Mm -hmm. So I think she would be, con she would contribute to the tribe enough to keep it strong. And then once she, once she makes the merge, I think not unlike Sierra, but I think maybe even more likely than Sierra, I think she could navigate all of these people just tearing after tearing into each other. And she just walks right through. Yeah. Um, I she think she could do very well. idol player. I've been forgetting to mention that. Oh, I yes, kind of yes. just will point it out if people are pre idol. Cause yeah, there's only, as we discussed from yeah. Boston, Rob and Sandra, you know, in their all-star season, they don't know what to do with it. They're scared of it. They don't yeah. get it. I'm curious to see what the pre idol people will do with idols this time yeah. around. Um, so yeah, I think Tasha, could do very well. Do you do you think that she? I feel like it's one or the other. Yeah, I don't know. I do think she's that unpredictable. I remember in Heroes versus Villains. I remember a lot of people. Now they said this about Parvati, even though Parvati still made it to the end. But everyone was so concerned about her ties on the other side. Mm. Wu and Spencer, Spencer especially. I think people will be like, "Well, they have said we in interviews, pre-interviews. Yeah. You know, Spencer's the only one I can trust explicitly." Yeah. So I think people would be like, well, we can't let her. I think that's why I put her down as an early target. She's I, great to watch. I'm excited she's on. Yeah. Hope she lasts. I think it's possible to give a bit of a preview for our next episode. Spencer is a target. Sure. If Spencer goes out of their tribe early, I think it makes it Tasha be a, a blood, lot safer. Oh, yeah. Like a blood versus water kind of thing. Yeah. You know, where Rachel went early, Tyson made it to the end. Yeah. Um, like... I think Nadia a lot of went, people, you know, early first, and Natalie won. Yeah, yeah, it's weird how that works out. Yeah, um, you know, if you and I were ever on a blood versus water season, I'll just get myself voted out, and you can win. Okay, or Done. vice versa. You, you'll, you could win. I could not. Well, you never know. Um, but yeah, so uh, okay. Next up is Kimmy, Kimmy Kaffenberg. Oh, Kimmy from season two. So how many years ago is that on now? Like close was, to 15, basically. Basically 15, yeah. She's 42 now. Um, her interviews were very interesting. I would, I would go in and watch those, you guys, because yeah. when you have had this much time to reflect, she is obviously a pre-idol, pre-exile, pre-redemption island, pre-everything player. Yeah. Where they were focused on, you know, just the elements. She complains about the water out there in season two. More than anything else. It's just yeah. being out in nature. She is a staunch vegetarian and gets upset when they kill the chickens. She has a temper. She talks about that in pre-interviews of like, I, I'm going to keep that in check. I'm older and wiser now. But Which is probably true, but you never know. No, She's never been in those elements when again. When you're stripped of everything like that, your true colors come out. So um, she wanted to boot Cass. Doesn't trust her. Right. That's a scary player to a Kimmy, for sure. Sure. Which, you know, who's she going to align with? I, okay, so I put Kimmy under a might win with an asterisk. Okay. She might win by accident. <laughs> I feel like she... I feel like she would stumble her ass into the into the top three. In a Jacqueline kind of way? Yeah, maybe. Because Jacqueline didn't play for a long time. Or if she winds up being the Kimmy that we 
remember, yeah, she could be a goat. Like people totally. be like, she's not strategic. She's pissed off so everybody. She could make it to the Let's end. Just bring her right to the end. Um, so yeah, I put easy target, which basically means goat. So yeah. you know, you don't target those people. There's yeah. no point. She's either an early boot when people are like, okay. We don't what, really know who else to get rid of, so let's she, just get rid of 42, her. she could be physically really terrible if she's yeah. not athletic. I don't really remember. And those challenges were extremely different in early seasons yes. than they are now. They are um, very crazy, you know, obstacle courses now before yeah. they were like teams push a whole cart through the sand yeah. kind of thing. It was things. still difficult. It was just Sure, in a but you people are singled out now. You in a, as an individual can lose an immunity challenge for your tribe, even in tribe challenges. And it's clear that you're unathletic. Yeah. So she could go early for that reason. But interestingly enough, in one of Cass's pre-interviews, she was like, I think there are going to be a lot of tribe swaps early on. That's I true. I think the element of keeping your tribe strong is going to be out the window pretty early. I don't think you keep a Joe or a Savage around. Yeah. You, they don't care. They don't care how many in a row they lose because they know it, the producers will just switch it up. It is entirely possible that with the exception, I mean, I guess this is this is what happens with any kind of uh, returning players season. Mm -hmm. But like this has the potential to be maybe the most aggressive season they've ever had. I don't know. Stephanie dislocating her shoulder day one heroes villains. I don't, I mean, I mean, strategically aggressive. I mean, you don't think that was a strategically throat. aggressive move. Like just cause it came out in something physical. Doesn't those people hit the beach running? Yes, that's true. Uh, I was going to say heroes versus villains is maybe the exception. Um, because you even all stars, they didn't, it wasn't quite that caliber, but no all stars, it turned strategic and you realize that a, one or two people were thinking as yeah and in heroes villains the gimmick was different right like oh why am i a hero oh that's funny that i'm portrayed as a villain yeah this is all second chances so the you know vindictive here i am i'm gonna win this time yeah. nature of just the setup of it is gonna bring that out early on and there's an element of redemption of like i'm gonna get yeah. it right this time yeah you know i certainly know not again not to talk too much about the next episode but like i certainly certainly know that like if you listen to jeff varner he has a great deal of regret next time on that's for next time mm -hmm. so okay uh next up Cass. Cass can't won't chaos win, Cass will not win do not want her to win did not want her to come crazy back. no thank you you didn't even want her to come back just did for not the vote funds? for her once funsies no okay because i just it's just like she called herself Chaos Cast, and that's what she wanted to be, and that's all well and good, but I don't find that It's like Ross Geller. You can't nickname yourself. Yeah. That's so nerd alert. Yeah, it's Does it's anyone point. actually call her that? No, I guess not. Kelly Wentworth was like, this chick is crazy. Who calls herself that? Yeah. Um, funnily, okay, so she's also, she's from the 28-4, the, the, the four from season 28, yeah. um, and she's 42, so it hasn't been on that long ago. Huge troublemaker. Planning yeah. on using the same strategy. I, I see no indication in her interviews that she was even thinking about doing anything differently. So it was so funny. Again, without talking about Varner, in his interview, he talks about body language. And in describing Cass, describes her as just staying still. 
the perpetual liars don't move because they don't want to give away any lie yeah. in their body language. And as you're listening to, um, I think it's the EW interview with him that reveals this, mm-hmm. they show a clip of her slowly walking in straight from yeah. shore through the water and it's just like a shark she yeah. just doesn't stop moving she's just gonna kill everybody she is a lawyer so like <laughs> she does have a great deal of control over what she gives away but i i just feel like a even if nobody was targeting her i think she just couldn't make it she her, can't help herself to me it's just watching the chaos happen isn't interesting her confessionals aside from the data comment not that interesting so yeah, I'm not. I'm not like psyched. She's not on my top ten of people that I'm yeah. super thrilled is on. But she should I, make it interesting. Yeah, for an episode or two. Yeah. Like again, even if she, even if she was somebody I was rooting for, I would have to be like, well, when solid, uh, like eighty five percent of the people say they okay, want her gone but immediately, she could become a goat. She was a goat because of that until the end. She made final four. I, f- I genuinely feel and like... she should have made final two if Wu was smart. Yeah, but then that means Wu would have won the season and then no one would be talking about it. Mm. Um, and then we wouldn't be talking about Wu because he would have won and he wouldn't true. be on. We'd be talking about Tony. We'd be talking about Tony. Tony would be on. Oh, no question about it. Switch that Can up. Can you imagine? Fine. Okay, we can't even think about that. Um, next up, Keith. Keith. Can't win. Holy... Are we swearing because... Good Let's say Lord, no. I can't. I'm so pissed right now. Can we just talk about Shane instead? I know they're not a one-to-one ratio, but why is Keith... Who voted for Keith? If you voted for Keith, stop listening right now because I'm so, I'm so pissed off that Keith is on this. You're just upset because he screwed up Reed's game. I am not. He is a non... He is a goat. I did he not might as well walk around this. just going... Bah. I did not vote for him. Uh, but I will say that unlike a Philip, so a crazy lunatic. No, I said unlike Philip. Oh, okay, okay. Um, people say Philip is good TV because he's insane. I think Keith is good TV because, like, yeah, he's not going to win. He can't win, in my opinion. He's not strategic he enough. He and Wes should go make some YouTube videos. I don't need to see him on TV. You need somebody like this to spice things up, and I will say. Yeah. He's funny. He's funny. He's hilarious. His yeah. EW interview is ridiculous. Yeah. I had to watch it twice. First of all, someone says, you know, the interviewer, who do you want to boot? And he says, Phoebe, I think, <laughs> can't stand her. And not, I think, as in, is that her name? He genuinely believes that's her name. We can only assume he's talking about PG. That's our assumption, yes. PG, not Phoebe, not on the same tribe, first of all. Doesn't matter calls her Phoebe says she's like running around like a chicken with her head cut off or some, you know, visual of like a crazy woman psycho running around. So I can't wait for the first couple episodes to see that happening. If it does, then he goes on to say, you know, I don't really want to talk bad about the guys. So he's just like a man's man. He just throws a woman under the bus and I, it doesn't bother me like as a woman he just it it's hilarious don't want to talk about bad about the guys but maybe fish that's how he said that's what he always says fish. That's maybe right. fish yeah. what i do what that's the thing i don't think he's gonna win i don't think he's a good player but i do enjoy watching him partially because he he is kind of self-aware 
Like, is he? I, oh, ants in her pants. That's what he says about PG. Oh, like she's got ants in her pants. Yeah, that's funny. I en- I enjoy him as a as a TV character, but obviously he's not. I he's not. He's a win. spoiler. He ruined Reed's plan. He can't. He couldn't even put. A, he's not going to strategically play because he couldn't um, placate the women on his tribe last time to get them to stop hating them all as bros. He spits uncontrollably, which pisses women off, uh, apparently. But he could fly into the radar and, you yeah. know, do very well. He is on Jeremy's also, tribe. So, Despite being an older guy, he is also pretty strong. He is. And he could win some individual immunities on top of everything else. Yeah. Um, 54. And also, I wonder... You know, so you and I were at the... Uh, we were at the finale of his season. We were. And when he came in fourth... Um, at the finale, like he was a little bit torn up about it. Like he was, he was upset with himself. So like, I think he is somebody who likes the idea of winning. I don't think he knows what it takes to win, but this time, just based on interviews, he seems like when people uh, the question was, who are you surprised is here? And he said, me. (laughs) Yeah. And so I feel like he's somebody who is going to kind of enjoy himself to a certain extent. Delight in it. But at the same time, I, 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 I don't know. When you look at some of these other people and how desperately they want this, yeah. I don't get that desperation from him. So yeah. I feel like he's just going to be there to experience it and move on. I guess that is what, in its essence, the most pisses me off. Because if Steven goes before him, but guys that just don't give a rip are just hanging out, delighting in the experience. Whereas Steven desperately wants to be there. And that's, well, that's unfair to me. That's what always bothered me about uh, Survivor Fiji, where all but one. Uh, Can you say the se- what season? That's, I think, 14. Okay. Um, where all but one person were uh, was a, a a recruit and then one person was like a major okay. fan and he wound up going out early i think due to health problems mm. and it's just like man i don't want to i want it's just i want the fan yeah. i want the the players and the people yeah. who want to be there i want them to stay um but yeah and so i agree with jeremy on that front it's impossible to actually make that happen he's never going to make that happen to get all like the hard players to the end Right. But yeah, nobody wants to see Keith or Kimmy at the end. I could see, you know what? Now that I think about it, I could see Jeremy bringing Keith into his alliance. That's what I said. Joe, Ke- Jeremy, Keith, Savage. Oh, I was only thinking in terms of Joe, Jeremy, and, and Savage. Right. They're the bros. And then you pull Keith in as a fourth. Yeah. I can't imagine him being... Uh, aligned with anybody else so okay we need to move on yeah um next up is monica who i think uh might win and i think actually uh can i think she i have to say monica who you know yeah um she's one of like four or five in that grouping of just tiny brunette girls i had to go look her back up um and that probably works for her yeah absolutely and she's more but she's also smarter and more strategic she's not She's not one of these boring, yet attractive uh, girls that there's at least three on every season and then they go away and you don't remember them at all. Um, she she didn't have a whole lot to do her season, but she had one episode that was notable where she stood up to Russell, not merely 
at camp, but at tribal. And a lot of people say that like the way she handled Russell at that tribal council and the way he reacted was it wasn't the key moment when the jury started turning against him, but it led to his demise. It played a big part. So, and that one episode is probably the most notable thing that she did that. She's more than a pretty girl. She clearly has a strategic mind, but I don't remember her at all. And I've seen that season multiple times. Yeah. It's, she was just one more person on that other tribe that uh, needed to be removed, but she put up a stink before she went. Yeah. So again, I feel like if she doesn't go and Steven does, you know, or Savage, which we'll get to, or Tosh, you know, these players that I'm like really excited to have there, it's just a bummer. I'm not, I'll say this, I'm not necessarily excited to see her, but no, that's I think she saying, wants not. it. I think it's, it's not a key situation. Yeah. Situation. I think she wants it. She wants to work hard. Um, and she, I think she could. I think she could do well. She wanted to boot either Cass or Abby Maria. Abby Maria's on the other tribe, yeah, so another one for Cass. Abby's the, the Cass on the other side. Um, <laughs> so true. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I think I think she could do well be precisely for the reason you're talking about. I don't think she's nope. on anybody's radar. Yeah, Monica who? Yeah. And it depends on her alliance for sure. So lastly, we've got Andrew Savage, mm-hmm. who, well, you you tell us about Andrew. Um, Savage is on season seven. So pre idol, pre everything. It'll be interesting to see how he plays. He is now 51. So I think about 10 years ago, um, he said he played, um, is that right? I mean, he played, someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but, but there's two per year. So we can't even just count. So that's probably 2003. So he played 12 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, then he had a lot of leadership and people ate it up. It was kind of early on when leadership was a great thing to have. Yeah. Now that could be to his detriment early. He's a physical yeah. player. Um, he wanted to boot either Steven or Cass, both yeah. on his tribe. So again, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it, again, he wants to, everyone wants to get rid of Cass. So I feel like that's the obvious one. And then once she's gone, that's when it's really going to get interesting. Yeah. And so, and I think he'll probably align with the, because though I, I like Savage and I think he's actually a pretty humble guy, but he's still kind of a bro. He's a complete bro. We're calling him Savage. You know why? Because Probst calls him Savage. Anyone Probst calls by their last name, you know, is a bro. I can't believe Jeremy isn't whatever his last name is yet. Maybe he will be. But that is one thing I'm actually not looking forward to is just the savage probes bromance that's going to go on Well, because they're buddies they're actual friends. i know it, it happens regardless of whether they're friends and now we're we're talking about two people who actually are so ugh. yeah it's uh jeff's love affair with you know bros is just aggravating to me he, he clearly i was favors think- people i was thinking of devoting an episode to heck just yeah things we don't like about survivor oh okay well i thought you were gonna say it, to just a just a jeff probst and i guess a, what he contributes to the game i guess that could be a whole episode um, it is fascinating how are you using him and the questions he's asking you during tribal or just little comments at challenges and it's it's very clear if he doesn't like you yeah. He will grill you more than other people. Yes. And he might try to screw up your plans, which yes. I think is a little bit unprofessional. Complete crap. But whatever. You know, it's it's fine. That's totally unprofessional. Yeah. 
But that's the thing. But it if does you think make about it a little it, more interesting. I have no idea who Chris Harrison wants the Bachelor or Bachelorette to pick. That's boring. He's the most no. bland. Do we know who Phil wants to win the Amazing Race? I don't know. Don't, I don't care. think Phil is bland, and I also don't think it matters. He does. He, Phil's that's a little bland. He is He's not more of a Jeff narrator Probst. than an actual host. Yes. Um, and yeah, Jeff Probst. That's the thing. Is like <clears throat> if you can't get Jeff on your side, that is also a strategic blunder. If you antagonize him, then that is a mistake that you've made. I think he wants to be on your side, and then if you don't, if you give him reason not to be, then it's like I don't, I don't like that he takes sides. But he is one more element that you need to be able to manipulate. It's made worse by the fact that he's an executive producer. Shane even said, I've pissed probes off one too many times. Like, I don't think that's why he didn't get on the show. But right. I, w- I would hope that it's not. I think Jeff Probst is enough of a producer to realize Shane is a he's, good, he's is good, good TV. TV. And people and that everybody would want. And everyone was devastated. everybody would want him. Yeah. But yeah, so I think Andrew Savage, he could do well. I don't think I put him under might win. Um but he's just, he's not an alpha male in the way you necessarily no. think of it, but he is a little bit. Yeah. I think he's a, natu- he's a natural leader. I don't think he'll try to step into a leadership position, but I think people will still see him. There's a Captain America quality to him, and I think people see him and like Terry as, all right, these guys are too likable. There's mm-hmm. too much of a humility to them. We need to get, you know. Yeah, those two are very similar people, you know, on each one on each yeah. tribe, obviously. They've split up the similarities pretty well. Pretty well. these tribe splits right now. Yeah, it's It'll be interesting strange. to see when they swap, it's always um, lately. If, if they swap. Why wouldn't they? They didn't with heroes and villains. They might want to just let it, let it play. Yeah, because lately when they do swap, it's all random. Yeah. It's not schoolyard pick because then you're going to pick the people in your alliance. Yeah. And then when the randoms happen, sometimes it accidentally makes it for very boring TV when all of the weak people end up on one tribe and all the strong people end up on the other. But if if that ever happens, then usually they wait, like, they'll let that be the case for, like, two episodes, maybe even just one episode. And then it's like, that's okay, a time for a boring hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what happened in Caramoan. Uh, season, yeah. Where there is a... Uh, tribe swap and then all the weak people including i believe cochran yes were on one side and you and i were like oh no cochran's gonna be his <laughs> yeah. tribe's gonna keep losing and he's gonna go but i think this the the producers realize like all right this is re- this look, is boring we did, this is not They're what all, we planned yeah but it's the way it happened so you know what uh here have emerged yeah. there you go yeah um so yeah i i think he could there, there's a possibility he could win but i don't think it's very likely but i also don't but think we've he's also a fir- seen tribe swaps three episodes in yeah. It could be a very predictable, unpredictable season. Yeah. And it certainly sounds like they're going to throw a lot of stuff at these people. Did you see? Yeah. Uh, this is not related to any particular player, but did you see Jeff talk about uh, a thing they're going to do uh, with the idols? No. So, uh, and he openly admitted that this was a suggestion by Dalton Ross. Um, and what one of the things they're going to do is they will give people... Uh, a clue and the clue is it basically says here's where it is uh-huh and it will be um like uh in the where where a challenge is and so you know exactly where it is but everybody's there it's it's in the you basically would have to grab it in oh, the, the middle idol of the idol is hidden where the challenge is yes 
so everyone could see you get it. Fun. But then you have then it. How you know do you, it. You know yeah. definitively where it is. So. And how do you wield that? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. That seems like kind of a neat idea. So I do think that they're really going to, there's going to be a lot of fun twists and I'm excited to see how it mm-hmm. goes. But Absolutely. But yeah, uh, we actually need to end this right now. Um, uh, tune in in three days to hear about the, I don't know how you say this tribe name. I'm going to say Takio. Uh, hear us talk about uh, Spencer and Wu and Shireen and, and all of those people uh, in three days. In the meantime... Just say them all. Okay, the next one is Vita, Spencer, Terry, Abby Maria, Wu, PG, Shireen, Jeff Varner, Kelly Wentworth, and Kelly Wigglesworth. So... Oh, yeah, both Kellys. Yeah, so tune into that one in three days. In three days, the other episode will be up. For the rest of you, we've got nothing for you. Grab your stuff. Head back to camp. Bye.